Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian vs. Brian, episode 181, Cyborg. All right? Released April 7th, 1989. Our boy, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. Yeah. Van Damme. Directed by Albert Pewin. Pewin? Pewin. Um, <laughs> this guy is known for... Uh, B movies and directed DVD kind of stuff that almost always includes a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> it's his thing. It's a shtick. He was interviewed and he's like, I don't particularly even like cyborgs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, he like typecasted himself into <laughs> the cyborg it, land. I think after the success of what was it, Kickboxer? The, uh, this production company offered him a starring role in one of three movies. Uh, this is the one he picked. Uh, Van Damme has been quoted as saying this is one of his least favorite films he's been in. Uh, I can see why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really remember this film. This is totally not what... I don't remember watching this one much, if at all, growing up, because it didn't really... Uh, give me anything i was thinking like universal soldier i don't know why i was confusing the two mm. and i was like this is oh this will be sick this is the vietnam robot <laughs> then i'm watching I'm like the whoa like, nope <laughs> nope this is a, this is a different movie and <laughs> not as good yeah we uh, actually watched this one quite a bit for some fucking reason this was like a, a van damme classic in our household it was like universal soldier cyborg and uh, like Bloodsport, those are the three that we watched a lot. I don't know why this one was in there. There's better Van Damme movies, but for whatever reason, uh, this far one... better. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I I'd venture to say this might be the worst Van Damme movie I've ever seen. I don't know the Quest. I still hate the Quest. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a slog. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking 1920s and Van Damme don't mix. Yeah, or whatever it was, 40s. And... That's a nap time movie. You want a nap? <laughs> Put on the fucking quest. Yeah. Um, it starts with that fucking voiceover. In the future, the, the virus is taking over. <laughs> that bad guy's voice is like, uh, some want a cure to, to stop the madness and cure this world. But I love the madness. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love, love this the world. misery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like that's not even that. the real guy's voice too i, I didn't know that until today i've watched this movie probably dozens of times oh it's got to be dubbed yeah definitely dubbed it is not the original guy's voice yeah he's like from new zealand he's probably like oh hey come daddy <laughs> i don't need your car come and get slogged you topper <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he kept and reminding me of the guy the, uh, the the you're you're speaking on the voiceover or the the narration in the beginning which is funny because two minutes later when he i mean we're getting into the movie now but a couple minutes later she he runs into the the cyborg and he basically says the same exact thing again she's like i got the cure i don't want a cure i like this world i like the misery like didn't we i like the misery <laughs> we get it pal yeah this movie is just fucking i don't what was the budget on this thing? It was uh, less than $500,000. Filmed in 23 days. Jesus. Yeah. 
I mean, basically, they just went to a place that had a, a abandoned building and a a woods next to it. Yeah. And we had someone on a river to put this boat on. That's probably the most expensive thing they did was fuck, <laughs> fucking prop up this boat to look like some water world, walking dead, post-apocalyptic yeah. world. But the only people like you ever see in the world are like him and the other people. <laughs> There's really no one else populating this world except one cyborg. Uh, there's very little story. Every time they want you to know something, I love how they just flash back to something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh typically God. the same thing over and over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I already know this. Yeah, but he's thinking about it again. He's thinking about his family. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, like him in a blue room kissing that chick on the neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it all usually is, like a flashback of Van Damme movies. It's yeah. him and like a naked chick in a colored room <laughs> kissing on each other. Silhouettes against a very bright background. Oh oh. And how many times how do I... you see them laying in bed with the bad guy watching over them from the window? I think we've oh, seen yeah. that like four times. Like, we get it. I love it. Uh, they're about to do it. And they lay down in the bed and this window's like... <laughs> three and a half feet from the bed <laughs> no window on it that i can see uh, it's just like an opening with curtains <laughs> just... yeah. and then they all the guy's standing there. he's got shorter hair so that's how you could tell it's in the past the fender i think is a bad guy yeah and then it's just uh one thing that makes this movie way worse i think if you just redid the score it couldn't be a better movie <laughs> but every time something happens they got this just terrible cheesy score like yeah. like this fucking synthesizer like b movie like shock and awe like <laughs> soap opera type oh, sounds yeah, totally. like it'll turn to a character go and i'm like oh my god like the it makes it so much worse but yeah that scene was hilarious they're standing out the window and he's <laughs> and i think he does kind of make like a noise like that <laughs> and then there's one guy on the end that you can't see because there's a curtain and he uses like a baseball bat or something and he kind of pushes the curtain <laughs> over and looks in oh, i want I a piece of this yeah. <laughs> oh god it was good so we get that voiceover and then there's like a fucking scientist talking to a chick and she he's like uh, we need you to get the information and bring it back. We can create a cure. You're the only one who can do it. You've been chosen because of your unique model and attributes. And she's a cyborg for some fucking reason. And uh, as far as I could tell, there's only one of them. Mm -hmm. There's not a bunch of cyborgs running around. And uh, I was like, you're going to call a movie cyborg and not make Jean-Claude Van Damme a cyborg? You psychos. Right. What is wrong? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm just waiting. I was hoping it was going to be revealed like he was part cyborg. That's why he could fight good or something. I'm like, oh, nope. He's a, what do they call those? A slinger? Slinger, yeah. Gunslinger. I'm a slinger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what, I don't know what kind of gun he has. Some weird fucking. Yeah. <clears throat> it's fucking like weird ass thing. gun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What is it? And it just goes. And it goes. Is <laughs> <laughs> it BBs or what? It's like a fucking Nerf gun, dog. It's like it's got to find darts throughout the wilderness, little rubber darts. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so shit. that's about all we know about that. This cyborg chick gets sent on a mission, and uh, I don't even remember. She somehow runs into Van Dam. 
Yeah, she's like being chased, and he and they like chase her down an alley. Oh yeah, for some reason, yeah, like he's in the hall. He's in the, <laughs> he's in the alleyway, just like <laughs> behind, like a <laughs> kind of listening in, and who kicks a yeah. foot up there, just beating ass, and she's like, "Oh, help me get to Atlanta." And, no, thank you. <laughs> Why? Why would you save me? I feel sorry for you, or something like that. Shit, I don't know. Yeah, he leaves. Probably has a couple more flashbacks. He knew this. Oh, I think they actually beat him up or something. Something happens. He goes through a wall and then he's like knocked out. I think. Well, I don't know. But what's interesting about that scene is I noticed two errors. I don't know if you caught this sunglass one, but there's a the Fender guy shows up in that scene to the cyborg, and there's a close up of him and his glasses. Which, by the way, his glasses change throughout the movie. Sometimes they're you can't see through them. Sometimes they're reflective. Sometimes they're not. Anyways, this scene, they are reflective. And literally right there in frame, there's a, uh, a set guy in a white t-shirt with a red bandana in his neck just standing there against the wall and the reflection. He's like looking around. And I'm like, all right, you didn't care. Take that out. <laughs> and then the other thing I thought was the um, at some point in that scene, the cyborg takes her hair off and you can see all the gadgetry. In the oh, back. yeah. That was so funny. face matched the face of the woman later on in the movie, Van Damme's. Like that had her face. It didn't match the face of the woman who's actually playing the cyborg. I was like, at some point in production, was the other woman supposed to be the cyborg? And then they flopped the roles for the actresses or something? Because that face on that robot looked exactly like the woman that Van Damme was with. But I, I don't know about exactly. <laughs> uh, close. The only thing I thought of when I saw that face was this is just a <laughs> fucking fake ass face. <laughs> It doesn't look like anybody. <laughs> Put my hair back on. It's like you take the hair off, it becomes a fucking monster. <laughs> a rubber skinned monster. It's like, oh my god. It's like T Terminator 1 when I had the rubber Arnold head taking the eyeball out. But oh, yeah. somebody just fucking beat the shit out of it. <laughs> it's like, oh my it was god. So bad. No, I didn't think. Of, I didn't think. It looked like her. I didn't really mm. put that together, but I didn't think it really looked like a human, to be honest. It I was really like, "What?" Weird. Yeah. I was like, "What is this, dude?" <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the the budget, man. Five hundred thousand won't get you much latex, I guess. Uh, yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. I just turned into this monster who <laughs> took the wig off and the wig goes on, and then it's the actress. <laughs> And I love the glasses, dude. The stupid glasses. Yeah. Because he looks so fucking weird without them. I, those got to be contacts, right? Yeah, this I think can't so. can't be his fucking eyes, man. He's like, oh. Uh, why? <laughs> why does he do that? <laughs> the misery. <laughs> and why does he cover them up all the time? <laughs> They're too weird looking. So, uh, who's this other chick? He gets fucking... In Starts hanging out with this other girl who's not the cyborg, and I don't even know what her deal was. I don't remember? <laughs> Neither do I. Because there's like no story. It's <laughs> like fucking a couple words here and there, and a <laughs> and a flashback. I don't even know what the hell's going on. You just know that the bad guy is a pirate, crazy dude with glasses. Watched them hump in a bed, killed his family. Now they've remet, and he's chasing them, or is Van Dam chasing them? I can't quite tell. <laughs> they just end up in the same spots a lot of the times. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah, he's trying, they're this... trying to get to uh, Atlanta. Uh, the cyborg's trying to get to Atlanta. I like how the cyborg's trying to get to Atlanta to to 
to to beat the bad guys and get the cure, and then they're like, I'll take you to Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it makes no fucking sense. So now Van Damme is hot on pursuit, and that's basically the movie, is him trying to catch up to them on the way to Atlanta. Yeah, but they're oh, already yeah, bringing her to Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't understand. Ridiculous. I think the whole thing is like, oh, we can defeat them in Atlanta because we have resources there. We can't defeat them anywhere else but Atlanta. Uh, okay. And then this other girl who he's with is like, um, I have no idea what her fucking deal is. She's like, she knows about it and wants to help chick get to Atlanta but just like Sean claude Van Damme she's already on her way to Atlanta with probably the best people to get her there <laughs> the fucking <laughs> crazy people that no one will fuck with <laughs> so basically they're just following <laughs> kind of making sure she gets there uh, not doing much and then uh, yeah Van Damme says so little in this movie it's crazy uh She'll be given all this exposition at, by the fire. What are you feeling? And then, mm, flashback to <laughs> this little girl holding a barbed wire chain trying to hold up her family oh, as yeah. it slips through her hands and gets bloody. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what? I want to be a slinger like you <laughs> and kill pirates. You're going to be better than a slinger. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's asking him these questions, and he's not really answering around a fire. And then, like, then she's like, "You gotta help him get to Atlanta. If you help me, I could help you." <laughs> and it's like, "What do you mean?" And she like takes off her a towel, kind of. I don't even think she shows a titty. This might be the only Van Damme movie without a titty. Uh, but it implies titties. And then he's like comes over you think okay this is the quint he has sex in every movie it's yeah. got to be in here it's it's contractual <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so he goes over there and he pulls her towel up over her shoulders uh, no not this one <laughs> <laughs> not this time i'm in love with my dead yeah. wife so that was kind of interesting i was like wow uh. <laughs> we did it we yeah. made it through <laughs> so that was uh. strange uh, I did hear this movie was rated X for a while, and they had to cut down a lot. I couldn't imagine what they cut out. Uh, some of it is a little bit more gory than you would think, like showing like knife penetration and chest. Like yeah. Van Damme, there's that. Van Damme usually doesn't do a lot of killing. I mean, he might shoot you or he'll beat you up, but mm -hmm. he doesn't. He's not right there killing you. You know yeah. what I mean? This one, he's breaking necks. He's pulling guys into columns with knives protruding from the columns. And mm -hmm. it is pretty brutal. He's got a knife in his shoe I'm... that he fucking yeah. slices he's got people's little... throats. <laughs> <laughs> ah! This is pretty cool. I enjoy that. It's a little stupid, but I love it. Yeah, so where are we at? We Yeah, we're just pretty much that's it. There's not a whole lot. They're just following the pirates. Uh, and then they like get to a the building. This is the big <laughs> climax as a building, and uh, you get to this building and start fighting. And then all of a sudden, there's like twenty pirates or something. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Usually, it's just him and like his three friends. So I don't know. 
kind of what was happening there. Uh, I don't really. And they're always like, they're always apart. Like every chase scene they have, they're always like fucking fifty feet apart. It's fucking hilarious. And you have to watch them. You have to cut back to every single one of them on <laughs> when they're on a chase scene. Yeah. Then they got the. Uh... <clears throat> What do they got? There was that one scene up on the scaffolding. Mm-hmm. And then that the guy just... It starts as a slow walk 50 feet away on a fucking catwalk. And then the other guy kind of pulls out a knife, starts going fast. Ah! And then Van Damme. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then they meet in the middle with just... Sparks yeah. <laughs> on the knives and shit. Uh, it's incredible, this movie. It's amazing. Or the sewer when they they're chasing him through the sewer and he's he's doing the splits. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, you can't find where is he? Then they pan out a little bit and he's doing the splits over the sewer <laughs> in the dark. And he's got a knife ready to jab down his fucking throat. Yeah. And he looks up. You know, <laughs> and I'm like oh. <laughs> 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 uh, awesome. Had to get the splits in there at least. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, then they just kind of fight. That's not even the end fight, right? No, I think they... No. Oh, yeah, they leave the sewer, and they chase them through the fields. There's more fighting, and then they basically beat them up and then put them up on a cross. I don't know if that's... They're trying to do some biblical analogies with Van Damme's character coming back to life kind of thing, but, yeah, they put him up on a cross, and then he has a fucking conniption fit after another flashback, and then he fucking gets better and goes after him again. <laughs> Same plot. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, he's on the cross, and this is, then he has a bunch of flashbacks of, yes. um, of his family dying, and that's a weird way to die. They tie you up with barbed wire, and they have a guy holding you up, and then they give you to the here, hold this up. <laughs> if you can hold them, they'll live. Uh, which was pretty funny. Ridiculous. And then somehow she joins the gang later. I don't know what happened there. Or if she left. Or if they left her and then met up with her later. Or they just took her with them. But uh, Yeah, I'm assuming they just took her. But I have no fucking idea. I don't remember. We just know because she's wearing the same necklace. That's that's all we know. Yeah. And he and I don't think that's his daughter. I think this is like a girl he met. Is what it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah, I think uh, because she says like you're so good with them, like the children. Yeah, I'm trying. I watched those a couple days ago, so it's not as fresh in my mind. But I think that he was actually supposed to get that woman and her children somewhere. Like he was just like a navigator or something, the slinger for to hire Atlanta. them to mm -hmm. Atlanta. And then they ended up falling in love or something. So it's not really his kid. I think it was hers. I think that's what the yeah. story was. Wow. The devoted stepdad. I won't even have sex <laughs> after she dies. That's good on him. Good on him. Mm -hmm. Good on him. You know? Should have called the stepdad, not cyborg. Yeah. You don't need to be a father to be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the moral of the story. <laughs> you oh like that? Uh, um, yeah, then he, he's got it on the cross and he's kicking it with his boot. Oh, <laughs> just yelling, <laughs> cracking the thing. 
And finally, I don't know. It doesn't break, does it? His friend comes and saves him, doesn't she? No, it breaks. Then he he's just like does laying on the ground, and then then she comes and uh, yeah. It's like, he what manages are you to do get with down. This? What are you going to do with this cross on you? And you're just like (laughs) hopping around with it. (laughs) You're on the ground, but you know. Oh my God. Uh, So then the final battle, I don't even fucking remember. It might be in a building or somewhere too. It's, you know, it's always raining because it looks cool. (laughs) So it gets the actors wet. And uh, this guy's physique, you think he's all fucking jacked. During the whole movie, because he's wearing oh the the outfits are pretty ridiculous too. Yeah, I love it, dude. Sean Claus got some like vest, and then it's got a, like a gold sequined like figure skater shirt, Milli Vanilli shit underneath it. The mm-hmm. bad guy looks like Richard Simmons mixed with like Shredder. Yeah. This purple <laughs> sequined shirt that's got the big puffy shoulder things, and it, oh, it's just wacky stuff. And. uh Anyways, he takes off his shirt for the last battle, and he's super small than what you think from having his clothes on. Smaller than Van Damme. Like, Van Damme's got these huge pecs. And this guy's lean and muscular, yeah. but it's very small. Like, Van Damme's got the meat. And this mm-hmm. guy's just skinny, muscular. He's like, ah! <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> put the shirt on, man. Uh, yeah, I guess he was just some surfer that, they, that the director saw one day. And loved his look and thought he would make a great villain. And that's probably why they got to dub him over because he probably can't fucking speak for shit or have a crazy accent. He he plays a surfer in Point Break, the Keanu Reeves Swayze movie. He's a very, very small role, but he's in it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I thought he was like Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat Annihilation, but no. Mm. I think I'm wrong on that. Kind of looks similar. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, totally. Yeah, because that's like a, a an actor, an American actor mm-hmm. that plays Shao Kahn. He does small stuff, but I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, and then finally they have this big battle. Of course, there's like puddles of water, so when you fight, and you get knocked in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, always got a puddle of fucking water. So then when they like you're hurt. Someone could get on top of you and like push your head under it a little bit and stuff like that. The water creeps up on your chest and takes some of the blood away. It's always mm-hmm. a puddle of water in these kind of movies. Uh, he finally so defeats much screaming. Him. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> the whole fight. He's just <laughs> screaming. Yeah, it reminded me like it sounds a lot like the the lawnmower man like VR voice. Yeah, totally. Like it's oh, it's like non-human, very weird sounding. <laughs> Definitely not coming from this man's body. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. And, uh, yeah, he de- defeats him. And then I don't even remember really a scene after that of Van Damme. I just remember, like, a door and the cyborg, like who we never really see throughout much of this movie, but apparently is the focus of the movie. Um, comes through a door and says hi to the scientist. She's like, oh, hello, Pearl. Her name's Pearl. Another musical instrument reference. Uh, gives her a hug. Welcome home, Pearl. Do you have the information? I do. Excellent! <laughs> and the, <laughs> the door shuts. And then Cyborg. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, the fucking stupid line. What is it? Something about the cure. And she's like, Somehow, I think men like him, 
he's the cure. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, the cure to what? <laughs> There's this like crazy disease. I think they show a person with it once. Mm-hmm. She's got like giant lesions on her face, and somebody goes in with some device, and they kind of pan away. Ah! Still don't care about the cure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Or still think the cure is not important. Yeah, no one has this disease. It's like one person. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else just is riding out this water world kind of yeah they're fine they're mad <laughs> a little max. dirty but they're all right <laughs> yeah everyone seems to eat all right you know <laughs> healthy everyone's buff <laughs> so they, someone's getting protein out here yeah this is i don't know if it's not the worst it's close mm-hmm. it's the only thing keeping you watching any part of this is Van Damme, and he ain't doing much. Yeah, very silent and not the best uh, choreography uh, that he's had, definitely. So, um, I'm gonna say I give it like a four seven. Mm. It's it's not very good. Yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> and I hate to say it because uh, I was I was looking forward to it, and it was. <laughs> yeah, this is no Universal Soldier, Time Cop, or Sudden Death. That's for damn sure. Um, I wanted to read this real quick because uh, you made a comment about the costumes earlier. I was on the trivia the other day looking at this, and I was like, "What the fuck? I didn't know any of this." But so this film was conceived to use the costumes and set builds for Masters of the Universe sequel and a live action Spider Man film. Oh yeah, yeah. Albert Pion had planned to shoot both projects simultaneously. Canon Films had to cancel deals with Mattel and Marvel because of their fan- financial troubles, and they needed to recoup the money spent on the projects. Pion created the film's script under the pseudonym of Kitty Clamors, using two previous scripts, Johnny Guitar and Alex Rain. Some networks' television channels still uh, use the film titles Masters of the Universe 2 Cyborg. So apparently he just made this fucking script off the fly off of two other existing scripts because they needed to recoup the cost of a, you know, a potential Masters of the Universe sequel and a Spider-Man movie, which is kind of wild. So that's why all the costumes, those are costumes from Masters of the Universe 2 that were supposed to be made. Which is like It doesn't look crap. like it matches either of those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, like a gold uh, shirt? Who had a gold yeah. shirt in He-Man and He-Man 2? Who had oh a purple God. frilly blouse in Spider-Man? <laughs> Who looked like a uh, fucking... Uh, you know, who <laughs> wore a loincloth in either of those? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, yeah, I did see that. <clears throat> I would love to see a fucking Spider Man movie by this guy, <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> in, in that era. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I, I guess he, I guess he did Captain America, that oh, 90s wow. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did that one. And, uh, so I would have, <laughs> a Spider Man would have been amazing to get that. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm right there with you. I was coming with a 4.2. This is, yeah, I don't, like I said earlier, I don't know how this movie was in rotation growing up uh, out of all the Van Damme movies because Van Damme was a pretty big uh, superstar in our household. We, I was, I love, Van Damme was my favorite guy, so I was always watching Van Damme movies. And um, yeah, this one is weird. I don't know. The, I do like the tone of the movie. It's really like an unsettling kind of fucked up movie. It's very violent and very the way it's filmed is kind of unsettling. Like they use a lot of like slow motion and weird camera angles, and some of the music they use 
is really cheesy, but at moments with the visuals can be kind of off-putting. Um, so if anything, I guess of one positive thing I can say is that the tone of the movie is kind of, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's <laughs> unsettling, I guess, for what it's worth. Um, but I think outside of that, the acting is bad. The, the, the fucking dialogue is awful. The, uh, action scenes are okay. They're not the best. Um, I'm trying to think, I think the, the best action scene was probably when him and the girl are getting ambushed in another abandoned building. Not the uh, Fenders guys, like some other Raider dudes. They try to fight him in an abandoned building. I thought that one was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, other than that, no story. It's kind of a slog. It's an, only an hour and 27 minutes, but it feels much longer. Uh, I think those <clears throat> flashbacks really do the movie a disservice. It slows the movie down. Not that the movie had good pace anyways, but <laughs> it doesn't help when the movie slows down every fucking five minutes to, to give mm-hmm. you a flashback. Um I don't know. I feel like they could have just done maybe one or two, just shown the whole like flashback sequence. But the movie decides to cut up one flashback five different times, so you only get pieces of that one flashback. Just yep. show it once, and then you're done. You don't have to do it again. But the movie keeps consistently coming back to the same one over and over again. I don't know. I'm kind of rambling here, but yeah, four point two to me. This is not a very good movie, and uh, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, four point two, four point seven. Um, yeah, why? Uh, why not just have that be the movie? Him and that that group of people, and then him getting revenge on the pirate. Yeah, that would be way it's a simpler movie. You don't have to fucking make a cyborg. <laughs> you don't have to come up with this stupid plot. Uh, you know, he just loves cyborgs. <laughs> he just had to have it in there, <laughs> no matter what. <clears throat> Yeah, but it's on Max. Uh, check it out if you dare. Go see what a a cheese fest a Van Damme movie can be. Um, but uh, I would hate for someone to see this and like it's their first Van Damme movie or something, you know? Yeah, that would suck. And get and get like a fucking idea in their head. Yeah, apparently this movie uh, has like cult status. Like, there's a <clears throat> there's a Blu-ray they made three company. of them. Yeah, <laughs> there's like Angelina Jolie's in the second one. <laughs> there's a Blu-ray company that like makes fancy. Um, they're like the Criterion Collection, but for like cult classic movies, like the the for shitty movies. are like yeah, for <laughs> shitty movies. And this is they released this one, and people are were excited about it. So this has yeah. for whatever reason the cult status. I mean, I kind of I can kind of see it. It is kind of a corny, weird movie, but it's just interesting. And I guess it's got a director's cut. Yeah. That the guy was like selling personally, like on his website. Like, hey, pick up my DVD. <laughs> pick up my DVD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is the director's cut that's on HBO. No. I, somehow I doubt it. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, it's on there. <laughs> so that's the best I can say. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure they have some better Van Damme movies on there too. They don't have all of them, but they got some. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Appreciate you guys coming and joining us. Uh, please check us out on Spotify and uh, Apple Music. And as always, here on YouTube. And uh, we enjoy having you. Please like and subscribe. Please keep in touch. And uh, let us know what you think. And We're always happy to hear from you and spend our Sundays with you. We appreciate you. Thanks for coming by. Until the next piece, we're going to say peace. Peace. <laughs>